remember what we talked about like 10 seconds ago? Oh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> she just wants her voice to be heard. Right. She's very concerned. She's like, guess what, bitches? I'm a bigger diva than my mom. Is that possible? <laughs> Someone's going to give me a run for my money. She's going to wonderful new edition of the Vag Dialogues. I'm Mama Claire. Um, and I am now Mama Nitro. Can I be? Or am I still Auntie? You're I'm still okay Auntie being- Nitro. But you could be Auntie Mama Nitro. Auntie Mama Nitro. I'm okay with being the sidekick. <laughs> you might be Batman um, and get all the glory, but you know. I'm, it's cool. As Robin, I get to slowly steal all your stuff and sell it on eBay. Fair enough. I f- saw a really funny tweet last night that made me die laughing. It was, um, it was something about like sidekicks. And, um, and you wanted to tag Jared in it. Well, no, it was funny. It was like in the in the oh, tor- terrible story. So I'm sorry. Um, it, it ended with like the wife being like, "Thanks, Robin," to her husband. <laughs> Basically, I was like, "See, honey, you are the sidekick." <laughs> I'm okay with being on tonight. I like being on tonight show. Um, but yes, no, I did. Uh, I did expel a human from myself, and <laughs> there you go. Um, and she's super cute. She is super cute. Um, I, I think she's got bigger since I saw her like two days ago. She did. Um, she is uh, almost nine pounds now. Yay! I know. I'm so happy. And we have with us another mama. Yeah, who also expelled a human from her. <laughs> yes. Recently. <Two. laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have Kate, who's been a guest on our show before, back in the day. A couple yeah. years, yeah. Been a couple, a couple years. Um, but I think it's been so long. Well, I think... I'm going to steal this, because yeah. I don't know where mine is. <laughs> um, I think, though, we've gone through this. We were going to go foreplay, but I think we've done... Foreplay? Well, I think I did a version of this back in the day, because we talked about how we met. But Summer was not on. Do you remember meeting Summer? When we met for the first time? Oh, no. <laughs> just always been there. Yeah, yeah. The it kind of feels that way. Yeah, it does. Um, I would say I cannot. Honestly, I can't pinpoint the exact moment either. I just feel like it's just I don't know. Maybe Kate here. and I were friends. Yeah. Sometimes, some. I'm sure something here. Yeah. In your house, it had to have been here. Because um, you had talked about Kate for so long, I was always jealous of Kate. Like I was always jealous of the Kate in Wisconsin. You know, Michigan, Wisconsin. Which one? Was Wisconsin. It? Wisconsin. Okay, that's right. Colorado or South Dakota. That too. Yeah. I've been everywhere, man. I've been yeah, everywhere. but I was always so jealous. And like when you moved back, um, I was like, I can't wait to meet her. Like I just, I want to know her so much. Like. Because you, like, you shared the Claire. Aww. And she's awesome, right? Yes. Like, 100%. I do good. <laughs> I'm gonna, like, I get credit for this at all in any way, shape, or form. Kate and but I have the love of trash TV. Like, it's, it's, true. it's true. Understandably If they enough. redid Rock of Love, we would watch it together. Oh, yeah. I'd watch that. Even if it still had Brett Michaels. <laughs> when does RuPaul's Drag Race come back? On the 25th of, of January. All Stars okay. Season 3. Can I be like a week? Over? It is in a week. I want to have Squeeze. a viewing party for the first episode. I'm on board. I'll come. Sweet. For sure. I'll be there. I'll bring snacks. I'll bring yeah. the guacamole. And I will bring the shade. I'll Excellent. bring the tea. I'll say, I'll bring the tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, do, I don't remember if we were asking this. Did we ask what your passion in life is? Oh. Uh, I feel like that, that was not one we were asking. No. Currently, children. Um, are they your passion or are they just your job? That's kind of my job. <laughs> passion probably be cooking. 
Yeah. I could. Your Instapot? Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> my, like, fad passion right now with Kate Instapot. made us some bomb-ass fried rice last week. Mm. Last oh week, God, week it was before. So good. Whenever it was, it was delicious. Kate's the only person that gets me to eat carrots. Because <laughs> your carrots are good. And not yeah. complain. Right. Huge like, I feel plus. like an adult. <laughs> Absolutely. I think we discussed that you're going to be our cook on the compound, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See? Yeah. I, I vote for that. I'm okay yes. with that. But I don't think we ever discussed what your most basic trait is. Um, I, I probably have a lot. I don't think you do. I think you've got a lot. watching trash TV. Yeah, I took a quiz TV. once. There wasn't many. No. I do enjoy Starbucks. Yeah. And I do enjoy trash TV. But I don't really own boots. No. I don't. I don't. Really, with the fur or leggings, or no. you don't say woo a lot. No. no, no, no. I try, I think, to text more basic than I am. You did just learn the Snapchat, so it's true. Yeah, I noticed today as I was typing, I says has instead of have because that's how I talk in my like. Oh yeah. Like, I has a kitten instead of I have a kitten. So, like, I type that way a lot. I'm like, do people think I'm retarded when I type? No. Like, in my head, it sounds adorable, but I don't know if it reads that way. I, I hear, way. yeah, I hear, like, you saying it. Okay. Yeah. If someone else texted it to me, I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. Because, yeah. like, today when we were talking about syrup, and you're like, I can stop with the syrup. I'm like, no, you has a baby. And I was like, I wonder if that I That's literally wrong. how I read it. it was, <laughs> okay. No, you has a baby. <laughs> Which is funny because, um... I was going to text back, but uh, I had a phone call at that current moment. Um, I was going to be like, yeah, no, I instantly regretted um, that, like, I think the, the like, I was like, oh, no, I don't want to get out of my car with her. Like, that's the one thing, man, I miss just running into a store. Yeah. Like. I still miss that. I'm like, when can I leave my kids in the car? Right? Damn people, like. My mom would leave us in the car when I was, like, five to go get cigarettes. Right? Like, I got left in the car. I was fine. Yeah. It cracked a window. I had a book. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh. like for two seconds. Come on. I occasionally will leave both of my children in the car locked if I have to run into Chipotle because they're assholes and don't want to go to Chipotle. So that happens sometimes. Yeah. I, I will admit to that. Well, it's nice. You know, the older they get, the less people worry, you know? Right. Um, if babies and, like, you know, dogs. You, you can't do it when they're little. Someone will break no. your window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but, like, a seven-year-old, they're probably like, eh, like Well, yeah. and I wouldn't leave Mara in by herself. No. Oh, no. Have to be both kids. Yeah. And it has to be, like, locked in in a well-lit area, and I can't be out of the car for more than five minutes. Right. Just one of those. <laughs> those are my parameters, and so, like, I've probably done it at this point three or four times. I mean, it's not... Once Connor's like hits his teens, that oh, he'll be able to all the time. For the day. Yeah, and he's like just practically. He's a car adult. He can. Just... He is. He is for sure. Awesome. Well, we're into a fun new year. Yes. Yay for being Yay. new year and new moms. We got all kinds of new moms. Happy yeah. holidays. Yeah, that's right. Happy holidays. Are you guys recording? Yeah. Remember when we talked about this again, like two minutes ago? <laughs> oh, no, I'm a psychopath. She said it. It's recorded. I do a lot of psychopaths, stuff. That's great. You need to go play. Or you can go to bed. Okay, I'm not going to do that. Go bye. Go bye. Let the evidence state that uh, she has admitted to being a psychopath. It can be used against her in court. <laughs> in a court of law. Oh, for sure. Um, but along with the new year, um, did you guys make any New Year's resolutions this year? Uh, No. For the first year, I, I didn't. didn't. For the first year, you didn't? And I'm normal, I'm all about... I'm one of those people, like, I'm that horoscope, basic, New Year, like, resolutions. Yeah. I like to start everything on the new year, and I usually get really anal about, like, well, if I don't get everything, like, perfect on that first day, then yeah. I'm like, fuck it, the rest of the year. Um, but this year, I... 
Like, it was like, I'm, like, I, I guess my only resolution would be, like, I'm not putting pressure on myself. I feel like I'm going to have enough pressure trying to keep her alive. Um, I'm not. <laughs> um, and actually, that was one of the articles I originally saved and I forgot about and I don't know where it's at. Um, was one about, like, the anti-resolution. Like, rather than, like, making resolutions to, like, change or improve something, you should make things, like, to not be so hard on yourself. Like, I thought that was really great. Um, mine, I've been in forever trying to give up pop because it's really my biggest terrible vice. Um, but I have, I didn't make a resolution, but I realized that since the new year happened, it's really been since Christmas, trying to keep my house slightly cleaner. Because, like, I can clean house. I've seen me do it. <laughs> but, like, during the week it's so hectic and so busy that by Friday, like... There's a sink full of dishes, because I haven't done dishes at all during the week. I rinse them and stack them neatly, so it's not like it's, like, cockroach bait, but it's, <laughs> it's there. Um, so, like, last night, got done eating dinner, and Jared sat down to play WoW, and I'm washing... I did something, and then I came back to wash the dishes. And Jared's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, the dishes? It's like, but why? And I'm like, because someone has to be an adult. And he was like, true? Good point. <laughs> That's actually something I've been trying to just, like when it's about a half hour before I know we're going to go up to bed, it's, like, on commercial breaks, like, picking stuff up and putting it away. Or, like, at least putting the dishes in the dishwasher, like... Right, something. Because I just get so sick at the end of the week, I've been coming home to just, a, like... Well, then everywhere. you spend, like, your entire day Saturday, like, resetting. Yes. Like, right. And then you spend your whole day off that. cleaning. Fuck yeah. that noise. Or living as a gross person. Yeah. Right. Take your pick. Yeah. And you said you didn't make any New Year's resolutions this year? No. I mean, I disappoint myself constantly, so it's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Why, Ed? I'm not good with cold turkey things. Just yeah. not. You can't cold turkey something? No. I can't. I, yeah. Mm. It's just, and the more I, like prepare and like work myself up about it the faster I'll fail so it's yeah. like so speaking of being a new mom and all of this fun stuff <laughs> <laughs> and not getting your child taken away from you right so you leave them in a car there are a lot of pressures on being a mom I don't know you've been a mom for like two seconds how are you feeling with do you feel pressured <laughs> at all <laughs> let me keep laughing for 45 years um, the first, I think the first two weeks I felt more pressure than I ever expected in my life. Like, that was, it was shocking how ill-prepared I was for the pressure, and I felt like I went into it with a very, like, I'm prepared, and, like... You can't be. Yeah, I felt like I just got bitch-slapped with all these expectations, and then, not to mention the frailty of the human you've just, like, pushed out of you. So do you feel like th those are internal, external, or both? Both, I feel like a lot of it was internal, was a lot of, like, what I felt like the expectations of society was on me. Mm -hmm. Whether or not that was actually, like, pushed on me. Like, I didn't have anyone, like, one person directly pressuring or, you know, getting on my nerves. But um, the rest, I think, was more just me being like, am I doing this right? Are people going to judge me? Like, am I going to end up on an episode of, like, you know, Dr. Phil or something? Like, like what website can I read? Where does it say this in the book? Like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't want to be judged because I was like, you know, doing something the wrong way and I didn't know how to do it that way or... Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it should be easier than it is in some ways. It should. I feel a lot better now. I feel like around week four I found, like, I started getting my footing and now I feel more confident and... I'm okay if she cries in public, but I felt like, it felt like every baby was quiet except for mine. 
Like, I felt like I had the crying, screaming baby. Um, by the way, you didn't have the only crying, screaming baby. It just feels that way. Mm-hmm. And it feels that way all the time. Because I can see it, especially in, in, in first-time moms, and that the, the you, apo- you will apologize more. You never apologize more in your life than when you're a first-time mom. You will say, I am sorry for things that, like... Just because you feel like you have to apologize for a child being a child, and you don't. And other people's, like, if you go out next time you go to a restaurant, pay attention. Like, really pay, if you really pay attention to other people, you will see how many other people's kids are not well-behaved. And it's not just the ones that's screaming through the restaurant with no pants on. (laughs) It's... Yeah. I don't think people are really aren't judging you as harsh as you feel like they are. Correct. It's like when you go to the gym and you feel like everyone's staring at you. It's like, no, they're all staring at themselves. Like, it's not... Yeah. It's not as bad as you think. And it's it's getting... I feel like it was actually, I think, going here on New Year's. For, yeah. Like, going out on New Year's Eve. I got put makeup on. I got dressed. I actually was able to wear, like, cute underwear for the first time. Um, like... It was so nice to see everyone and just, like, everyone held the baby and I got to, like, sit and talk and shoved my face full of cornbread um, on the griddle, which Mm -hmm. was delicious, Um, that I woke up the next morning and, like, I just, like, I don't know, I felt like a big weight had gotten lifted off me and I think it's because I had, like, some normal socialization. A little taste of your old life. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like, I started to feel like me again and, I don't know, I guess that would be my biggest thing is, like... Not forgetting that, like, like the more stuff I do for me, the better I am with her. I 100% agree with that. I think that's the that is the key to motherhood is that your kids, the, your kids become such a huge, big, important your part part of your life, but they shouldn't be your entire life because your kids don't learn to be themselves either. So, like, you know, we talk about like, and maybe this is where subsequent generations have had some issues lately is. You know, people want their kids to feel so valued that they started sacrificing personal growth yeah. for their children. And there's a balance to it. Like, you can absolutely be a good parent and still take time for yourself because it's important un- It's important for your children to understand that other people are people too and have needs. Yes. You know, sometimes mommy needs five minutes to put her feet up or to poop alone <laughs> Or to do whatever the hell she wants, because that's the only way we're going to make it through this day. Well, and like, once I started asking Ken for more, too, like, in the beginning I felt guilty, because I'm like, ah, oh, crap, like, he's working, and he's stressed out, too. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, you need to, like, do this, because I need to go shower. And, I, like, yes, the other day, I was like, I'm dying my hair. I was like, I have a box dye, it's going to take me this long. I was like, and you will feed her and watch her, and I'm going to dye my hair. Mm-hmm. And it looks really nice, by the way. It does. Yeah. And I felt like more like like, you know, me and maintenance and. Yeah. Do you feel that was an adjustment learning to ask Adam to do things that? Oh, no, he's helpful anyway. Yeah. Like he. No, no. It was just kind of yeah. Well, and I think Jared's pretty helpful too, and I actually I think he's gotten more helpful as years have gone on. And I've said that before. I think at the beginning, for sure, there were things that, and that's I found this really great article and I read it earlier this week. About, it's actually entitled, I'm going to scroll up, The Invisible Workload of Motherhood is Killing Me. And I think it's hard to not, I can see how you very easily, in all the things that you're dealing with, get very mad at your partner quickly for not seeing the things that you see. Because I think there's this certain, like, mom vision yeah, <laughs> that we all get. And it's hard. Um, one of the things from this 
I think because we're always like ten steps ahead of like what's actually happening. Absolutely. And so, for an example, I'll, one of the things, um, the invisible workload is, and I'm going to quote from this. It's the things we do for our family that are necessary but go completely unnoticed. The endless list of small tasks that would only ever draw would only ever draw attention if they didn't happen. It's the mental weight of doing it all, remembering it all, and feeling every emotion in your family and worrying constantly. Oh, that's my life. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, do it to you. And um, the first one is a good example. It's not just making dinner every night. It's knowing what everyone likes, deciding what to make, having a mental inventory of what's already in the fridge and the cupboards, picking up groceries, and knowing which night we won't be home for dinner because of soccer. It's picking and packing it, um, the leftovers into a Tupperware and making mental note of when it'll go bad. It's noticing that maple syrup spilled in the back of the fridge and silently cleaning it up and tossing out old salad dressing and uneaten pasta as you go. And I think, like, that's totally true. And I'm sure there are guys out there that do similar things that will do that. But I know way more moms that are going to throw out the old salad dressing before their, you know, husband's ever going to. <laughs> I have another fun Jared story. So Friday night we got to out to Girl and the Goat, which was fabulous. I forgot to ask you about that. Amazing. I love Stephanie nice. Iceberg. Was oh she there? Did no, she here? was not. Oh. It was so sad. I just want to but it was delicious. It was so tasty and wonderful. But beforehand, the sitter was coming over, and he didn't want the house to be completely gross. And it just been a busy week, and so there was just picking up to do. Like luckily, had a pretty clean house. I didn't have to. It took less than an hour to pick up my entire house. I will take it. And then the next day, like Jared used the downstairs bathroom. Sets his coffee cup on there, spills coffee. By the way, the stain is still there. <laughs> throw that out there when you go pee. Take a look at the coffee, and didn't wipe it up. That will stay there until I wipe it up. I one hundred percent guarantee it. You wiped it up for me. Oh, I love you. <laughs> okay, only because Hazel spilled water <laughs> when she was washing her hands, and I just like. Oh, and that's probably when I would have cleaned it up. Not too. because I was like, oh, there's a spot. I was just cleaning and then I noticed yeah. something came up see oh, I'm sorry. but no I appreciate it but that's <laughs> I see what you're saying yeah and how long had that sat there you know and I was joked too that and I joke as humans like you see other people's messes more than you your own like you could leave a pop can next to the bed but you don't notice it but if your husband does it you notice he left oh yeah shit everywhere but then when you really take a step back and look I do that every week when I get really angry I'm like what kind of like what am I leaving behind like right. I'm okay with my piles I'm not okay with his piles mm-hmm. well yeah because it's insulting to I don't know there's something about his pile that just seems like a big middle finger where I'm like Whoa. because you're gonna clean it up regardless it's true so you know you're cleaning up your pile but there there's no guarantee he's cleaning up his pile no I left Christmas presents on the stairs for I picked, I, it was a huge pile, and then I picked up mine and the kids, and then left his, and it was there for a few days. Yeah. It's like, how many times do you go upstairs? Right, I had clothes, and, like, he walked upstairs <laughs> right past them. I was like, these clothes are still, like, sitting right, like, you can, you can bend down and pick them up. Like, Ken's really helpful. I don't like asking for help, um... I've got to be better about... She's trying to get it in her mouth. She's, like, licking at it. (laughs) I have to be better about that, but, um, part of it is, like, what... I think what gets me annoyed sometimes is, like, I... Like, I'll have him, can you feed the baby, and can you hold her, so I can, like, go clean the dishes, and I can clean the kitchen. But I'm not, like, sitting there, you know, like, on my phone, relaxing, like, I'm... Like, if I play words with friends, I'm playing with it while I'm, like, breastfeeding or feeding her the bottle. Not while I'm, like, cleaning the kitchen. Like, that's not a break time for me. You get to sit there on the couch and take a nap. I'm cleaning when you're holding the baby. Have you been up with your baby all day yet? And, um, you ask him to hold the baby so you can go clean the kitchen. And you come back and they're just sleeping. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Nothing's more infuriating. Him, the dog, <laughs> and the baby. Yeah. I have a picture, all three of them, and I'm just like, oh, but if I don't... Holding or just you haven't slept like in 18 hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like... <coughs> I don't know if it's just like me or bad luck, but like... He's been nice, and he's been offering to take, like, the middle-of-the-night feedings. Like, mm-hmm. I'll take one of those, which is great. But she she gets really fussy with him sometimes, and, like, so she's screaming and crying, and so it's like, well, I'm not sleeping through that. He will sleep through, like, 50% of her screaming and crying. Is like he he'll really still keep sleeping, though? Oh, he's still snoring. Okay. Like, or he's fake sleeping, like, and he Either just... Or. I've yeah. fake slept. I, I like I I'm now doing it because I'm like I don't believe that well, you're. I have fake slept before. I do it all the time. <laughs> but at the same time, like I'm laying there, like <laughs> feeling. Wilson, right? <laughs> I hope not. But I'm laying there feeling guilty for fake sleeping while she's crying. Yeah. You know, I feel like a bad mom, but then at the same time, I'm like, well, this is my time to sleep. Yeah. And so, like lately, he's been like taking her over to like the nursery or to yeah to her nursery and like rocking her in the chair, and I'm like keep doing that time go back to sleep like this is my time to sleep because i have to be up with her in two hours like right. yeah yeah that's hard and you know it's not that they're not doing a good job it's not that at all they're good they do the best no they he's can. super super helpful i'm really grateful i feel very lucky i talk to some women and you hear mm-hmm. stories and you're just like yeah how do you deal true. with that mm-hmm. and i think some of it too is it takes time like you know Adam was in his 30s when he became a dad, and so was Ken, technically. Yeah. I think there's a big difference. I think age and wisdom come to come into play. Like, I will say, Jared was always a good dad. But when I went back to work after taking a year off, he went from being a good dad to being amazing. Like, let me rephrase. He's always been an amazing dad. I think he became a better husband after I went back to work. In yeah. terms of, like, just balancing the or better parent, maybe, in terms of balancing workload. Like... He's done, he, like, he's more spontaneously cleaned the kitchen since I went back to work, so in the last five years, than he, in the other rest of the seven years of marriage combined. You know, he does more in a year. Um, so I think some of it was just, like, t- also telling him, you know, what I need and what help I need, too, and be more specific. And I'm not a honey-do list person, so it feels really weird to be like, can you do this? But he doesn't mind. And boys don't see dirt. I'll say no. it before and I'll say it again. I don't think boys see dirt. Not not the type of dirt moms see. Like coffee rings on your bathroom counter. Yeah. We're not going to get into why there was coffee. Oh my Adam god, Kennel's got an open like cabinet in a second. Yeah. I leave cabinets open a lot. I'm, I oh, bet that drives him. Jared Adam it drives him crazy. And like, chairs out. Yeah. To just push your chair in. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like really, because you, you put the dishes away, but you couldn't wipe down the counter or the stove when you got sauce stains everywhere. But I like leave a cabinet open. He's like, why is the cabinet open? Jared used to slam them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you leave that open for the invisible people? That you don't like to clean? Yeah, like, he, I refuse to clean, not refuse, because they need to be cleaned. I hate cleaning showers and tubs. And, like, that's, like, the one thing he'll, like, notice is dirty. Well, that's nice. Do you want to come over and clean mine? He's he'll he'll clean it, but it's, like, oh. like, just, I don't know. Don't say anything. My favorite one is, um, uh, when we get talking about stuff, when we get talking about, um, like, all the different things we do. Or cleaning with like groups of people. Jared's always like, I'll clean bathrooms. And I'm like, when? When? Like, like there are three bathrooms in this house. Outside of maybe occasionally wiping down a, and like by, by wiping down a counter, like washed his hands and wiped the paper towel, which I don't think, he, think he's ever done because I clean like splatters off my mirrors. And or cleaning out the toilet if he's left particularly bad marks and people are over. I'm like, no, there are three bathrooms in this house. <laughs> I hate 
I don't like cleaning bathrooms. I need to train my children to do that. Yeah. I don't like. I think that's why themselves. I hate it though, because that was my job growing up. <laughs> that's why I don't do bathrooms and I don't vacuum stairs. Because I had to vacuum stairs. I, I hate doing floors. I hate sweeping and I hate mopping, and I can't get Ken to do it. So Lily is up to you. <laughs> they she, sell really cute like kids brooms. Oh, she's gonna have it. I'm gonna program. I am going to gaslight her into thinking that it is the thing she wants to I do. Need to train mine to clean baseboards and wash walls. Ew. Yeah. Shouldn't have looked at my walls. You should Tom Sawyer it. Seriously. Tom Like Rush. Oh. <laughs> No, like no, Mark like, Twain? Yeah, like Tom Sawyer, how he tricked everyone into, like, like painting oh. the fence for him by thinking it's fun. Yeah. So, that's so what you gotta do. You gotta make them think it's a game or fun, and then, mm-hmm. in okay. reality, wait till they're older, and they don't realize that they were like, oh, shit, she tricked me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd rather her, I wanna wait till she's, like, 23, and, like, you know, sitting with her friends talking about something, and they're like, you know, that's not a thing, and she's like, god damn it, mom's a bitch. But I'm like, whatever, I got 23 years out of, you know... <laughs> floor washing. Uh-huh. Be careful with that, though. I had a friend that, like, didn't eat certain foods. Because growing up, her mom was always like, no, you won't like that. You won't. Like, she had never eaten pumpkin pie. Because her mom always told her she wouldn't like it. Isn't that crazy? That is. I'll let her eat food she wants, but not... No, I know. That's, yeah. like, extreme. Right. But yeah. I always thought that was kind of weird. That is weird. Like, pumpkin pie... Did she just want all the pumpkin pie for herself? She was, like, afraid to try it, because she just... Her whole life was told, you know, like, you're not gonna like it. I forgot what other foods. They were just, like, weird, like, not foods most people would hate. Probably because her mom loved them. Yeah. That's what I always Her mom probably didn't want to share. didn't want to share, yeah. Huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. You could just say no. Like, this is for adults. Sometimes people don't like to say no. You gotta be 18 to eat this. (laughs) People don't like to say no. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. No, I do. I'm dealing like with, it. I'm dealing at work right now with people that don't like to say no. <laughs> Be a grown up. Say no. I, I say like saying no to strangers. Do you? Yeah. Have it's you? It's like the best part of my job is being able to be like, oh no, I'm sorry, I can't do that. <laughs> so here's a real question: Have you woken up yet and been like, what the fuck did I think I about? Why did I think I could do this? Oh yeah. Usually when she's screaming in my ears yeah. and I'm like, can I like return <laughs> you? <laughs> like, I'm like, why did why did we think we're adult? Like, what what who signed up for this? Like. Why? By the way, I don't think that goes away. I still wake up and be like, why did I have I woke up and went to the bathroom and completely forgot I had a baby. Like, it wasn't until I laid back down in bed and she, like, made, like, a coo noise. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot I have a baby. (laughs) Like, it was was a nice, like, like, two minutes where I, like, felt like I wasn't a parent. (laughs) And Um, then I was reminded. I was like, oh, nope. At the same time, you know, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty, that's fine. They are pretty epic. I mean, they're pretty cute. They are adorable, aren't they? Oh, yeah, when she makes her little cross-eyed face at that mm-hmm. me, and now that she's, like, making noises, like, I think she's, like, greatest thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. Look at this little nugget over here. I know. Ain't like, I get the, I get the, ob- the obsession appeal of babies, but I feel like babies are both the reason to have and their own birth control at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. That's why you want one at a time. Well, yeah, there's those I people feel... that want twins. See, I thought I would want twins because it seemed nice. You get both one and done, you know, or, you know, like. Um, one pregnancy. Two for the price of one. Two for the price of one. That's it. But now I just think about how much work she is and I'm like, dear God, if I had two mm-hmm. or triplets, eight, like, oh my God. I just like, I, I want to like give yeah. them a hug and give them all the names, like crowdfund nannies for them because I would like. I would cry, like, it's just giant buckets of tears every five minutes. Yeah, 
I gotta think thin like Winnie the Pooh. So how's the transition to two kids been? Um, it's pretty terrible. <laughs> it's better now. Yeah. That first month is really, really hard. Yeah. You need help. Uh-huh. Um, it would be nice if you could crowdfund nannies for everyone. You can get just like a helper yeah. friend for one month. We're going to move the bacon so oh, you can change nice. your baby on the table. It's just like logistics. Like you just, I don't know. Like you have to multitask one. It's near impossible to multitask two when you're like sleep deprived and hormonal. Oh, yeah. And you have a toddler. Hormones are the worst. Yeah. <laughs> they are. They are terrible, terrible things. All right. So uh, it's a new year. Yeah. We've got we got new moms here. Um, do you have a piece of advice for um, someone with a baby? Or if they're thinking about getting pregnant, what would you... If someone goes, I think we're going to start a family, what would you say to them? Really make sure you want to <laughs> do... Like, it's, it, it, it's like, imagine raising one puppy, and then imagine ten puppies all at the same time. And and you can never return them. <laughs> like, like you can give back a puppy and people will shade you, but like they'll understand because of allergies. You can't fake allergies about a baby. My goodness, Mm-mm. I wanted to listen to this on her 18th birthday. She's <laughs> gonna be like, "Why did you hate me?" And I'm gonna be like, "Cause you ruined my life." I have a list. Oh. I didn't get to have donuts for nine months. Right. Which, by the way, man, donuts, they're fucking delicious. Man, I miss them. <laughs> donuts, sushi, this mimosa. Um, I do think they're, like, I just, I think it's okay if you don't want to be a parent. I think that's the, like. There are two things in this world that have made me uh, respect people's choices. Being married. Sorry as I yawn. <sighs> Sorry. And having children. Yeah. And now that I am both married and um, I have children and I'm going to, <laughs> before I finish this. I love my children. I love my husband. This has been the only path that I think that would have worked for me. Like, I'd like, but I know what it takes to have a pretty good marriage. And if, like, I don't, like, unless you want to work really hard at being with that one person the rest of your life, marriage is a lot of fucking work. And it's Mm -hmm. not for everybody. No. And that's okay. So when people are like, we're going to get married, I'm like, are you sure? (laughs) Which is funny because, you know, 13 years of marriage... And, like, planning on not getting divorced anytime soon. I think that's a lot. Yeah. You know, like... It's your goal for 2018. Don't get divorced. Yeah. <laughs> Again, not continue not getting divorced. Continue not getting divorced. Uh, but we've never even come close. It's never even been a, you know... Yeah. Not that we don't have fights or that we don't have issues, because everybody does. But it is a lot of work. It does require Even the best marriages, you want to murder your spouse. Right. And children, too. I think, like, children are a choice unto people's selves. Like, I think they're wonderfully rewarding, but they're a lot of work. Yeah, it's, I don't, I don't think it's something that is for everyone. I think you have to make it, you, there's, there is an untapped reserve of patience that you, you have, um, like, mm-hmm. but I think, like, I don't think everyone's meant to be a mom. I, like, I'm not one of those people that's all, like, you know, babies are a blessing and a miracle. Like, I think, like, they're cool. Mm-hmm. They're nice and, like, they're definitely, I don't know, there's nothing like looking at your own kid. That's awesome, yeah. but I completely understand. If you're not that person, don't do it. No, exactly. Yeah, it's, don't do it because you feel like that's just like what comes next in life. No, yeah. Like, do you have advice to someone that tells you, I'm going to have a baby? What would you say to them? First um, time. I mean, it's cool. Like, if someone wants, I mean, give it a try. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what are you going to, 
Well, you can't put them you back. You can't put them back, so it's like, <laughs> give it it's a try. It's 18-year permanent decision. Maybe and, like, longer. I feel like anyone that would, like, tell me that is someone I probably know, and I, like, would assume they'd be decent people. You know, or you like, talk about them behind their back when they turned. Oh, for sure. <laughs> why for sure, for sure. I don't know. This one's pretty cute, Kate. Yeah, she's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're cute, but then they scream, and you're like, oh, wait. <laughs> this one doesn't wake me up in the middle of the night, do ya? She says, no. I'm getting there. Oh. She, she almost was on the podcast. Almost. I almost. Know. I know. Make a noise. My voice is squeaky. Just Everyone thinks so. really hard. She'll make a noise. <laughs> <laughs> like she's a, like a Christmas toy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So now that we're going to go from cute things, sometimes when we raise children, they become awesome people. Yeah. Um, and sometimes um, bad things happen. <laughs> it's a terrible segue. Um, but for we're going to give a boss-ass bitch award out there to, um, would we say J- Jayla? I would say Jayla. Okay. This girl's name is Jayla Gladden. Convinced her kidnapper to hand over her phone that he took. And sent location messages to her boyfriend about where she was so she could be rescued. So, all of this article is all allegedly, because there's a trial pending, obviously. Um, But she ran to an apartment. She ran from her apartment to um, a grocery store, or CVS or something, um, where she lives 50 miles west of Atlanta. Left her apartment, went to go to the grocery store to grab some something. And she was kidnapped raped then he took her with him to try and like knock over a couple stores like in atlanta he made her drive made, no he was driving i thought he made oh he asked her for directions oh okay and she said i need my phone so i can look up directions and he gave her her phone thank god and so she used the location services on her phone to send her boyfriend locations like and she turned the first of all she's smart Turn the screen right, screen brightness way down, and which I thought was really smart in the moment because she'd already been raped at that point too. So like she kept a level steady head. Yeah, like as I mean, most people I think would be I'd probably be a hot blubbery mess in the background, but or too afraid to send a text because you'd be afraid like of the consequences. Like if you got caught sending a text. Yeah. And so, um, and he had a knife on him, I believe, if I remember yeah. reading correctly. Um, so she gets the Boss Ed's Bitch Award for getting keeping her shit together when the rest of us probably would have fallen apart. But she actually was able to text the location. He went straight to the, got this kid, her boyfriend too, straight to the police department, got in touch with the, with the police department, who then contacted Atlanta uh, to get this guy. The guy actually was, like... Finally, I think wound up either crashing the car or something, and then like he ran away. He actually got away, but they fought, found caught him. Like f- took four hours to catch him. But, yeah. Like if she hadn't done that, it probably would have been a she, really long time before they found her. He they put if him they in the trunk. Tw- he put her in the trunk, trunk twice, twice to go like try and rob like a Kroger or a gas station or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, pretty impressive that she was able to do that. Yeah, that's. So, Boss Ass Bitch Award goes to her. Yeah, I think that's a great... Thank God for, for dumb criminals, like, in that case, too. Like, the fact that he didn't have the foresight, I feel... Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Blessed for her. For sure. Uh, do we have a Twatsicle Award? I think we should give the Twatsicle Award to all the idiots that are eating Tide Pods. 
Shout out to Amanda. Yes. <laughs> have you heard of this? Yeah. Like, everyone thinks they look delicious. Now they have to lock them up, like, with a Sudafed. So, are, so like, the things you make... It's m- poison. Like, they can't taste... They don't even smell good. Like, why? No. And then it makes you wonder, like, if they're so poisonous, like, should we, like, be washing our clothes with them? Well, I think they're poisonous. Like, well, I mean, it's the same if you drink a cup of detergent. We used to drink laundry. I mean, we used to, like, use lye on our clothes, so... Which yeah. really is poisonous. Yeah. Like, natural soap, I think, is That's still made true, with but lye. I mean, like, all, like, the... I don't know. I think it's just because it's crazy. Comp- you know what? If you're gonna, like, want to do it, just do it. Just do it. And die and... And be, be sick. <laughs> you mm-hmm. brought it on yourself. It's like the cinnamon challenge. Like, I yeah. have no sympathy. I feel like that's Darwinism. Like, just, mm-hmm. like, weed out the dodos. I'm pretty yes. harsh when it comes to that. I'm going to hand this back to you for egg timer. Oh, cool. So, sorry, you. I'm probably ruining your podcast. You're not. No, that's, <laughs> I think you're great. I'm I just, completely agree with that. Like, I'm sorry. If you are dumb enough to eat a damn Tide Pod, you deserve to die. Like, yeah. unless you're a baby or a small child. So is there, like, a challenge know. where people are eating them? No, it's the fact that, like, people think they look so pretty. They look like candy. And they just, like, there's, like, something... People ab- are stupid, then. Like, there's, like, right? it's described as an impulse. Like, you look at it and you just want to eat it. Like, when you look at a, a pole in the wintertime and you want to lick it or you see wet paint and you want to touch it, it's the fact that, like, you are told not to eat these little bright colored candy pods and they want to eat I've it. But they're, like... Teenagers are eating these, yeah. or just everyone? No, teenagers no. are eating them. That's everyone. why I think I think they're videotaping themselves. It's like a challenge, oh, right? And too. a lot of it is like it started as a Snapchat meme, like where somebody like posted a picture of it and was like, "Why do these look so damn delicious?" Mm. I don't know. Maybe because I get the all frame clear ones. They're like clear and white. They don't look that delicious. So our machine won't use pods. No, oh. I'm sorry. I'm okay with liquid. I just use liquid. Yeah. I like the pots except for when you wash sheets because they sometimes tend to stick to the sheets and they've ruined several pairs of sheets because the plastic doesn't melt through all the way. Yeah, that's oh. why we like our we don't have an agitator in ours. I don't, we so don't either. Like, we just I have to do liquid. I think I think Ken just overstuffs when he does like the bed sheets because I never have a problem with with mine. But mm. that's nice. He washes bed sheets. Though. Well, we take turns. Oh, okay, um, that's nice. Yeah. See, everyone's got to find their rhythm. Yeah, sure. Adam's rotate. really good at starting laundry. And that's where it stops. Jared's not allowed to do laundry because he wouldn't. So why even? He will change a load for me now. He's so funny when I get, like, stressed out. He's like, what can I do to help? And I'm like, I don't know. Do things right. (laughs) I feel so bad. Poor Jared. I'm sorry. I apologize in advance, sweetheart. I love you. Kathy. You try. It's me that's too anal retentive and, like, can't hold on. Oh, yeah. It's not you. This is me. A lot of stuff's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, neuroses. Oh, my God. Like, having people over. Like, if I'm having a party, like... The stuff that I want clean that I notice, like, it, oh, way. it drives Ken crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Adam. He thinks I'm insane about the fact that anytime I have company over, we have to have a candle lit in the bathroom. It's hilarious. I like it to smell good. It's really important to me. Yeah, I used to get, like, fresh flowers if we were having, like, overnight guests. Like, they would have flowers in their room. Oh, my God, I love that. Yeah. See, now I want to do that. <laughs> but I fake flowers in the guest bedroom. Hashtag, hashtag goals. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like at least I don't know, like, cause since I don't work, I feel like my house is my workspace. So like, I have things that need to be done correctly. Otherwise, it drives me nuts. So I think that's where me and him butt heads, cause he doesn't understand. That, like, I don't go anywhere. This is where I work. So yeah, I want it the certain way. ways. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad Ken does his own laundry. We've always done our laundry separate, and now we just split the towels into baby clothes um, and rotate. Nice. I don't want to wash it. He doesn't like the way I fold things. That's the big reason he won't let me do his laundry. I don't do his laundry anymore. I fold things retail style because I worked retail for years. So, like, all my t-shirts are folded retail style and things. 
Ken hates it. Drives him bonkers. He folds it in some weird way that I don't know how. You know, Jared has changed the way I fold things. I fold t-shirts with the, like, the logo together. out. Oh. Yeah, that's retail style. Well, no, retail style to me is, like, where you fold the two shoulders in and you can oh, see yeah. like, the collar. No, I just, I fold them in half, like, the normal way, but I fold them with, so you can see what the t-shirt is. I fold everything that way. Oh, okay. You should be able to see what the t-shirt is. Yeah. I do, like, sleeve to sleeve. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you sleeve to sleeve, but I do it. But sideways, so that it's like just half of it. Oh, and can like trifold things? I don't know. Like Adam, why is there not a piece? I was like, is there a piece of baby clothes so I can show you? Um, people can't see online. I have a pajama. That's perfect. That's how I fold it. See, instead of instead of folding it like this, that's how my family folded it. How I I fold it like this. So you can see what's on the front, and you know what of the eight thousand blue T-shirts my husband has, which one is which. Okay. Because then he would dump them all to find the shirt he was looking for. So I fold them that way. So you can see what's on them. Oh, that was to the baby because she's cute. <laughs> the baby voice. She's um, not sleeping. No, her is wide awake. Mine's passed out. Mm-hmm. Yes, it works out okay. Yeah. All right, so are okay. we on to egg timer? Egg timer. Okay. Um, first off, top model is back. Again, for cycle, I believe it is 25, 26 now. Does that mean they're looking for their 26th model? Uh, the winner, yes. Okay. Like, it's um, it's the lot. season. Um, and how old is Tyra now? 85. <laughs> Black like, don't I crack. feel like I watched that show in high school, and I'm about to be yes. 35. Um, and apparently they're all on Hulu or something. Um, like, oh, all the so seasons cool. you can rewatch. So somebody give me your Hulu password. She is 44 years old. She is gorgeous. Again, she is. Don't crack. No. Is that racist? No, um, she says it on the new season. So, um, <laughs> when they brought back the season, um, they, uh, when they brought back the season, they, Tyra was just a consultant and they had Rita Ora as the host. Um, this is 24 right now. Um, so, now, Rita Ora is out, I don't know why, um, and Tyra is back as the host. Because she doesn't want to give it up. Um, but they lifted the age restriction and the, like, um, the age restriction. So it used to be the cap was at 28, I believe. Now there's no age restriction. So one of the models on there is she's, like, 32. She's a mom of four. Like, she stopped her dreams to raise kids. She's gorgeous. Um, and even Tyra said, too. Tyra's like, black, don't crack. Look at her. She's like, lunch. Um, and it was so like there's a little know. spoiler alert for the first episode, but um she uh like she was gonna let her go and like choose a different like stop it at only like fourteen models and like so we're watching this like mom walk out the door and like Tyra went over and she was like, Girl, she was like, You stopped to raise your babies and now it's your turn and like Aww. oh my god, I was like sobbing at the TV. I was like, Damn Tyra. This is a commercial? No, this is a oh. it was the end of the first episode. Oh, like I said spoilers. But um watch it, it's great. Um so they have all ages, so they've got plus size mixed in with like your your thinny runways. They're doing a drag episode. Uh, Valentina's gonna do a guest star. I'm sad it's Valentina, but I get why it's Valentino. Yeah. Like that makes sense. So they're um, just trying to like get reach more viewers, maybe. Yeah, and doing different model challenges. And instead of it, like originally the season was just about like seasons were all just like being the top model. You just did photo shoots. That's it. 
it's a lot more on how to be like a brand ambassador and how to be a boss bitch and how nice. to um like for these these girls nowadays models have to be multifaceted if you look at like Gigi Hadid and stuff like that like you can't just be a model mm-hmm. you have to be a spokesperson you have to be an advocate it's what true having a Tess Holiday she pissed too many people off she did um Ashley Graham is what speaking of plus size models um Ashley Graham is one of the judges oh I love um, she's pretty oh she's gorgeous. gorgeous she's my she's my fitness aspiration goals like yeah. I want to be toned like her I also want to be tan and have giant jugs like her but that's what they invented mm-hmm. surgery for right um, but she's like that your that is Annie yeah it's just it's nice to see like a diverse like panel of judges probably the meanest judge on there is LaRoche who does like um he designs fashion for or he like dresses all the celebrities he's probably the meanest one on there but he's not like Janice Dickinson mean okay um it's definitely much more modern much more refreshed I fucking love Tyra watch it um what channel is it on now VH1 Oh, okay. So it's going to come on right before Drag Race. So wasn't it on, like, UPN or... It used to be UPN, and then it was on the CW. That's right. And, uh... Okay. Yeah. All right. The only, there are only two episodes in, so you can definitely still watch it. Uh, yeah, because, uh, Floribama ended, so yeah. I need, like, a replacement show. <laughs> watch it. Um, I just love it, too, for the beauty challenges and stuff that they do. Like, the, the photo shoots are so fun. Um... All right, we did a tie, uh, tie pots. Uh, metro, micro-cheating. Micro-cheating, yes. Yeah, what's Sorry. that? Move from models to micro-cheating. I love some alliteration. <laughs> micro-cheating is the new thing you all need to be worried about. Dum-dum-dum. Oh. bum bum, bum. Another thing. I was like, we already have to worry about, you know, a giant APHIS president. And now let's worry about micro-cheating, too. I know. I like, we don't have to be positive anymore. I feel anymore. like every time I look at this, like, it moves things to not... There it is. The order I'd save them in. <laughs> it's really driving me crazy. All right. Okay. Cheating sucks, but it happens. Now there's micro-cheating. It's basically like the distracted boyfriend meme come to life. So, it's a series of seemingly small actions that indicate a person is emotionally or physically focused on someone outside the relationship. Stuff like um, keeping um, keeping it a secret that you're attracted to a person or taking steps to hide or mask the breadth, breadth of that relationship with the partner. So, for example, like you have a work crush that's developing a little bit out of hand. So, like, you're not really going to cheat, but you're doing things like texting late hours, even if it's just friendship and it's not going anywhere. Like, but, you know, you're texting at weird hours or you're checking their social media feed or you're making sure that their snap, your snap, their snap, your chat chats are aimed at them or. Or leaving the gender of your work friend, like, you know, like, oh, talking about, you know, like, oh, Joe, Joe. And and you're a dude and Joe's actually a girl. (laughs) Like, basically the basis for almost every TV sitcom at one point or another. Right. Um, But that's micro-cheating. That's apparently what you need to be worried at. No. Okay. I feel like that's, like, always been a thing. Now it just has a name. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's still, like, you know, if your husband's Mm -hmm. flirting with, you know... Isn't it just cheating? Yeah. Cheating's cheating. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's more like the line that is screen crossed when you're starting to hide things right or um some of it could also be too emotionally getting emotional comfort from someone other than your partner 
or seeking emotional comfort from someone other than your partner. Different than you would a friend. Yeah. Friends are different. Friends are going to, like... Isn't that just called the pre-affair? Like... <laughs> could be. Uh, by the way, I'm, I have one earring in. Okay. Uh, I was like, why are you fiddling with oh, your ears so much? Did you just see, I only see the earring side, so I just thought mm-hmm. you had earrings in. Is it missing? Uh, I guess. Mm. I don't know when it was in last, so... <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> I wear earrings till they fall apart. Or, like, I change them until they get gross. You'd like, I'm, hi, I'm, Missy. I'm bad about the earrings. I don't want to be friends with you. I don't even have my pierced. She needs to be groomed. So, yeah, that's micro cheating. Oh, okay. So, watch out for it, people. Yeah, be yeah. careful. Um, oh, that wasn't as interesting as I thought it was going to be. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun to talk about. <laughs> but, oh, right, uh, moving on. Somebody was celibate for a year. Oh, my God. There was Why? this article. It was so funny. So, this woman, here's the best thing. I was really excited. I thought it would be a really great topic. She was going to be celibate for a year to reclaim, reclaim her orgasm. Why do you, you can still have sex and reclaim your orgasm? Well, here's the fun, here's the best part about it. Was she married or is it no, single? No, single. Okay. She had never had an orgasm with a partner before. So then maybe so what have sex with a partner. So, thank you. How can you reclaim it? <laughs> right. And then she was dating this whole time. And so she dated like three people and like... It was just funny because, like, she's just, so she wasn't going to have sex, so she'd get to know them better. I'm like, I don't think that's celibate. It's some, some, somebody, like, the first comment underneath there was, like, this bitch has to figure out the difference between um, chastity and celibacy. I was like, case in point. Yeah, I'm like, that's, that's not how that works. Right. That's she, not how any of this works. Right, and she's like, and it worked. Is she a millennial? Like, is she young? Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> But like a young millennial, would you ever be celibate for a year? No, I like, no. Do it better, right? <laughs> just like you I didn't even like the couple of months I couldn't have sex while being pregnant, right? You I didn't you really girl. listen to it. But seriously, like yeah. maybe you rethink that thing. Because celibacy to me too means that you're not touching yourself really either. Right, like and you can't reclaim your organs. Well, that's why I thought it was. That's why I thought, I'm like, this is going to be a good, interesting article. It's going to be like, about like was she no. like like having so like they were like, doing she, other things. Yeah, was she masturbating so much that she just like wore down the sensitivity? No. Like she, she just like, hadn't was figured out her body yet. Then that's welcome to your twenties. Right, like <laughs> come on, take your time, figure some shit out, man. Sounds like she just like. Wanted to have, like, a blog, and she wasn't sure what to write about, and, like... Right. Like, like somebody paid like her to write gonna about what's gonna sell? This. Yeah, like, that, that is bad. Sex so. sells. That's just bad. Mm-hmm. Um. Alright, um... Oprah for president. Oprah for president! Um... I'd vote for her. I mean, yeah, I'd vote Even for at this her. point. I don't know if it... If, if I have a choice between Trump and Oprah, Oprah for sure. But I, I would like to see, I, I would like to know her platform before I made a final decision. And I would like a sure. good candidate. Like I, I mean, think she'd have to run with a political candidate. She would. Like, Uncle Joe! Oh my god, shut up. Or, uh, what about Michelle? So just Oprah Michelle, like, I'd be, like, I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. I still would, I wish Uncle Joe would have run. Me too. Like, but. The one thing I think, um... Someone had, I saw somebody comment, and I don't remember where it was, but they were like, oh, they were like, is this what this world has come to now? Like, celebrities running for president? And I was like, uh, Reagan, like, it's not, like, Trump is not the first celebrity to be president. Like, and like, Oprah's so much more than a celebrity. Or they're like, oh, she's just a talk show host. Like, she's like, she has actual charity work. Right. Actual legit charity work. And she's been through some shit, man. Right. She's a great public speaker. She's a great negotiator. She knows when to talk and when not to. 
She yeah. shows that you can be a boss ass bitch and you don't have to be married and or have children. Right. So 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 whatever let's, let's threesome she's got going on. I was going to say let's talk about let's talk about this is the elephant in the room. Is she she having a three way with Stedman and Gale? Is that what's going on? It's got to be like I don't know. Like I this, feel like she's asexual. It could be. be. I mean I don't. Maybe she just likes to watch Gale and Stedman. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's... To be honest, like, I didn't even know what he looked like to the Golden Globes. I was like, oh, that's what he is. Substanman. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's always Gale. Does like, he still have right. a mustache? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a real... I guess they did a Saturday Night Live, and I, I have to watch it. I okay. recorded it, but I, for Chris Rad, I think, was Stedman. Stedman? Yeah. I feel like Stedman just kind of looks like need, a human version of a Muppet. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, not a bad way. He just, like... Are you hungry? Uh, yeah. Say no. Mm-hmm. Huh? Oh. <laughs> but I think yeah, like um I mean at this at this point I have in my cupboard. She has She's as much a, um, like a Nutri-Grain bar. Uh-oh. <laughs> I might be a little mad at your husband. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, yours is probably sh- like smashed. Is he texting you shit-faced? Um, I might be puking here soon. <laughs> Ken, we are finished recording. Super drunk though. I should have reminded him that Ken is probably like a decade younger than he is <laughs> and he should like not try and like um Ken can't drink like he thinks he can drink like I didn't mean I'm gonna be mad at him I'm just this is gonna be a long night yeah. in toxic comics <laughs> causing divorces in 2018 <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, she's no, I, hey, when you're done, when you're done uh, breastfeeding, you can go on a toxic comics, and then Adam yeah. can take care of the kids, and you can get hammered with Ken. And yeah. it's not even worth the hangover. Like I can't drink anymore. Can, can we point out how cute your eldest child is? I give her fruit snacks, and she goes, "I love fruit snacks." Yeah, she does. <laughs> it's like one of her four food. Groups. And then she said, "Thank you." <laughs> Here's and then what's we gonna be it out. <laughs> what's gonna be hilarious is. Um, at four or three in the morning when the babies are screaming and I'm going to literally hold her right up to his drunk hungover face and be like, you take her. <laughs> this is yours now. <laughs> this is your punishment. I don't yes. care. You drank, but you're still going to take care of her. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, I want to like, yeah, we'll sandwich that and then we'll do the okay. one. Don't have it. I don't. Um, okay. So this whole disease is not, I'm sorry. Okay. Thing. Yes. We have to, um, article addition, was, oh, sorry. Oh, no. In addition to that, Nick Prohl asked for something else in addition oh, to that. Did he? Damn it. I'll look. Okay. Um, so girl wrote an article about a date she had with Aziz Ansari about how it was very, um, it was awkward. She felt very forced. And Stanley. Uh-huh. And Stanley. Oh, and Stanley. Yeah. Um, so she felt very forced and very uncomfortable in the sexual advances she was making and she felt like a she was a prop she basically like at the end of the date cried in the car on the way home and like texted him and said like i you the know, next day texted him and said next day like you know i know you thought everything was okay i felt very uncomfortable i want you to be made aware of this so you know another girl doesn't have to cry in the car on the way home she said in the article that he responded back with you know immediately like i'm so sorry i didn't know that that was like, that you weren't comfortable. I thought everything was, you know, cool. I apologize. Mm-hmm. She then sees him on the Golden Globes uh, wearing his Time's Up button, and she decides to write the article calling him out on the... Kirk's talking about the experience because she felt like it was very hypocritical for him to be part of that movement after what he did. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the Atlantic, after... So she posts this, and it comes out, and 
And the Atlantic then makes, um, hold on, I have the quote for it because I had to put a quote, or I wanted to get the quotes right on this because it was very important how the Atlantic worded it. Well, and Aziz um, responded immediately to her. Right. He didn't, like, wait three days. He, like, responded immediately. Yeah. With, and I, if I remember correctly, with the text message. Yeah. <laughs> like. The Atlantic, um, published a piece called The Humiliation of Aziz Ansari, um, and they said, allegations against the comedian are power, are proof that women are angry, temporarily powerful, and very, very dangerous. So it was basically, the article was saying that that wasn't, shouldn't be considered sexual assault, um, in a sense, and that, um, and I, I will be candid, I did not read the full Atlantic article, but basically it was kind of saying that, like, she abused her position to bring out the story and kind of take down a comedian. Like, she was using it for timing and, um, sure. uh, which the, there was a girl that responded to both of these, art, or both of the articles, um, and she said that she feels like there's three groups of people that read the story about it. There's those in the girl who used the pseudonym of Grace. Mm-hmm. In Grace's corner, this was sexual assault. Um, in Ansari's um, corner, people going, this was just really bad sex. Like, it's not sexual assault. It was just bad, awkward sex. And then she said there's a third camp of people that read it and then were, like, kind of texting their friends to get their reaction. Like, they're like, ah, like, hey, what did you think about this story? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. yeah. What I thought was really interesting is this girl's comments on it where she said, she's like, I believe her. I don't agree with her. I'm telling you this not because I think she's wrong, because I think I am. So her take on it was that she thinks as women we've been programmed to pass things off as being bad sex or just a bad date, kind of laugh it off as a story um, and being like coming from a place of it's not that bad, as opposed to really taking a look at what passes for being proper culture and how maybe that shouldn't have been. Like, um, she uses the example of the way Fat Amy calls herself Fat Amy so other girls don't call her at first. And she was like, if you really have to take, if you really, if you call what Aziz Ansari and her date was, if you call it sexual assault, you have to look at your own past and things that you might have said, like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, someone, you know, giving you an inappropriate back massage and things like that. Like, you have to look at it and be like, you know what, that was assault too. Well, I think we're throwing around the word assault for so many things. And that's kind of, that's what I wanted to bring up. Is So she's she's basically saying that we, as a culture, we have to start, um, like, using it as, like, like, we have to broaden our aspects of what assault is. It's not just, oh, did he hit you? It's, is it more of a way we think about sex in general and what's okay and what's not? Um... Someone else had posted, they're like, um, the Aziz Ansari story is a good litmus test for who sees sexual misconduct as a strictly legal question and who's concerned about improving the overall culture surrounding sex and dating. Um, what's disturbing about the story is he knows precisely what lines not to cross to avoid doing anything illegal and how to walk right up to them and how to cover it if it's received badly. Um, but I think the thing that they, that none of this is taken into account is his intent. I don't think it sounds like, what do you need? Do you want to sit here? For, it doesn't sound like he's his intent. It doesn't sound like that was his intention was to hurt her. And I think 
I believe she feels what happened was wrong, and I totally am on board for that. I think she absolutely has the right to feel that way, and if she feels she was assaulted, I think she did the right thing. Saying why something. didn't she just leave? That's my well, question. Like, and like, it wasn't like like it happened like a little dude was he pinning times. her down? Well. No. And they, at one point, like, they go, and she's like, well, let's just go watch TV. So it's like, well, why, like, why do you keep trying to, like, make this date better? You, it's not going where you want it to go. Like, not saying that he needs, he shouldn't no, have acted that I, way, but no, it's, and I'm gonna it post just the article. The, the article talks about that, too. They bring that into question about the whole, like, well, why didn't you just leave? And it, she, she, again, she comes from, her point of view is coming yeah. from across that, like, as a culture, we, we think more on, like, a line, the lines of, like, Okay, well, you know what? It's it's not that like I'm uncomfortable in this situation. I like it's to the point where like they believe that unless you have to um, throw, yeah, our standards for consent so low that unless our partner throws us off and yells us to stop, we just keep going. Like, but, if, uh, but if come he, on, you're a grown. Like, we can't. You can't be. You can't be like women have power and we're not going to use any of it. That's the part that I I'm, I'm really having a hard time with with everything going on is. Which, do you need more fruit snacks? Is that what you're going for? <laughs> okay. Women are um, powerful. They demand fruit snacks. <laughs> women are powerful. They demand fruit snacks. Um, but I think that's the part. That's the thing. It's like I owe you so many groceries. No, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, where do you draw the line? And I've said this before, and we've had conversations about it. There has to be some accountability as humans. Okay. That's Just like we can't keep blaming the good guys for not doing a better job of stopping the bad guys. We can't keep holding them accountable. Like, at some point, we have to hold ourselves accountable. And um, Dave Chappelle, I think you should watch it. There are some things that even I had a hard time listening to when listening to Dave Chappelle talk. But he kind of makes the point about at what point do we have to go, we do have to stand up and walk out. You know, we gave the Boss Edge Bitch Award to someone that had been through fucking hell. And you know what? She tried to save herself. Yes. Okay. And so you're like um, Ellen Pompey today um, from Grey's Anatomy. I read an article on her where she went in to have a meeting with Harvey Weinstein. She goes, he didn't try anything. You know what? If he did, I probably would have dropped a vase on his head. Okay. So, you know, and, and so I'm sure, and I said this before too on that, like on the Harvey Weinstein, there were some women that took him up on the offer and definitely had buyer's remorse. Oh, yeah. Should he have been able to coerce them? Absolutely not. What he did was wrong. He's a scum of the earth. At the same time, there are going to be people that that took him up on that offer because he did it for so fucking long. Right. You're trying to tell me that no one ever took him up on the offer and so for 20 or 30 years he kept doing this behavior with no reward? That doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. Right. So it's the same thing here. Like, And at some point... The people that made a mistake, which it really sounds like in Aziz Ansari's case, sorry, that's my opinion. I think, I think, yes, I believe her that she feels she was violated, mm-hmm. but I also believe him that he didn't have malintent. They said, um, so someone had posted, they said, uh, and I'm just, it was a whole comment on, uh, one of my sister's friends, Bradley Hallerson, has been posting a lot of this, and I've been reading all the articles because it's coming from a lot of, like, right. I think good thought provoking topics because we have to talk about this we do this is more difficult than a weinstein situation it is this is a lot more gray this is a lot more i think what the average woman goes through Mm -hmm. he wasn't holding anything over her head like weinstein was holding like your career career. like there Uh wasn't any yeah i don't know and it's kind of sad that it has to be so 
public. Like, yeah. Like, is that where we're at now? Like, I think it is. You I, need to like sign like a waiver before you go on a date. Like, or even, the, or even there's person, colleges that have that. They, do, do do you think it's can be like what? How about the person, the people that are coming after James Franco now? So we've been doing this whole like everyone's been going after everybody, but we don't hear a peep about Franco until he wins a Golden Globe. I mean, not that he didn't do it. Again, he probably, you know, probably did some fucked up shit. We're not going to, like, go that, but on the road of, like, if you, and I know some of it is, like, you have to, it was a victim, you have to come forward when you're ready and this, that, and the other thing. But again, we're, most of the assaults that we're talking about, outside of Kevin Spacey, who really fucked some people up. And I don't know enough. He's dirty. Oh my gosh, That's just dirty. And uh, there was a whole thing about like people that have been calling him out for years. Seth MacFarlane was one of them, like yeah. calling out like he's yeah. doing some bad shit. Anyways. Um Outside of things like that, we're trying to, comp- it's like, and that's why I don't like the, we need to use assault for everything because it's apples and oranges. Right. What that girl went through was shitty and in some ways it was assault, but it is not on the same level and that's as what, what the chick that, that, that was in Atlanta went, well, yeah. that went through. Well, they the- are not in the same thing. He didn't, wasn't holding a knife to her down. And fear can do a lot of things to people. It absolutely can. And for her, it sounded like she felt uncomfortable and she didn't she feel... She felt strong enough, though, to text him and be like, this wasn't okay. Right. And my thing, like... Hold on. Before I say okay. that, but... um, I like the way this is really this is written. Okay. Uh, what makes this story different than that of Weinstein or Spacey is that Aziz isn't a villain or a predator who needs to be crucified and have his career ended. I agree. Um, he represents the average person who has innocent intentions, yet still made some serious missteps that he needs to atone for. Okay. I want to go down. Um, okay. She wants to get changed. So. Into what? I don't know. Oh. That she wants to get changed. Princess. She wet herself. Did you, did you pee? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, no. we're fine. Hey. Is that where that goes? No. Oh. Can you help, please? Thank you. But, like, but basically saying that he, um, you know, it's the, I think the Aziz situation calls into question about, like, yeah, we as a culture need to evaluate, like, not only is it, a guy might have innocent intentions, like, you know, going up to a co-worker and saying, like, you know, hey, you know, like, you look beautiful today, not realizing that she might think, like, your water? That's uncomfortable Where's or whatever. Water? Like how, no. you know, or in this t- situation, having, you know, sex that he thinks is good for her and not really picking up on the cues that she's saying, I'm not comfortable. Can you help Hazel find her water? But it also, I think, has to open up as like, where can we get as women to be confident enough to say, I'm leaving. Like, this yeah. isn't comfortable for me. You should be able to, if in the middle of sex it's awkward or bad or you feel uncomfortable with something... You should be able to put your pants on and walk out. Okay. And she did, though, like, a few times. Like, But she... But the thing is, I think it comes from, like... Which is why he probably thought it was okay, because, like, she said, oh, you know, I'm not really comfortable with that, and they stopped, but then they still were hanging out, and then things picked back up again, and so he thought, you know, maybe... He might have thought, like, oh, it's uncomfortable in the moment. Yeah. Let's try again. Well, and there's some people are... I, people are weird. I don't know if you know this. Like, the, the amount of... I, was, I don't know why this thought I thought of this today. Okay. Have you ever sent a dirty text message to someone? Yeah. Like... Don't look at me. You know my answer. (laughs) All right. Even back in the day, ever send a bad picture or received a naughty picture? I'm sure. Okay. In the moment, it sounds like a really good idea. 
Yeah. But fair if you enough. think about it in retrospect, we're all walking around with pictures of people's ugly genitalia. Like Oh yeah. Because none of it's really pretty. Let's just be honest. No. You know, but in the moment, like it's true. And I mean I'm sure I've been like kind of in her shoes at some point. Like and which I thought was interesting that the article, like, was, like, you have to, if we consider this as something wrong, like, if you look at it and you go, this isn't just a bad date, something wrong happened, somebody wasn't listened to, you have to kind of evaluate things in your life that you might have just passed off as being, like, oh, that wasn't that bad, but in reality, it's, like, right. like I do you open that can there. of worms, and then you have to come to terms with the fact that, like, oh, I might have been assaulted, maybe I am me, too. Maybe, maybe I should have left, yeah. Right. I don't think, like, I, I, I don't think it's... I think it opens a conversation. I think it, it was a, I as much as I hate that it, like, the way it went about it. I think the timing too, like, does seem a little suspect because it was right after the Golden Globes as well. But I think for it to be somebody who seems to be such a, like, the story and the situation is such a gray area. Like, I think it's good because I think this is going to open up more important dialogue than Weinstein is. Well, and I said, too, that there are going to be people that are, like, you know, you had the first fallout where people finally felt they could come forward because they had some more protection, safety, and numbers, right? Um, but then I think at the same time... Hello, Jared! Hi, Santa! Um, I think now you're going... There are people that are out for money or out for some sort of other gain besides justice. Justice mm-hmm. isn't the end... Isn't isn't what she's after. Because if it was justice she was after, instead of going to the media... But she who's giving go, her money, though? Like, But get, news stories and things like um, that will pay you for, for speaking to them and things like that. Or sometimes it's just your five minutes of fame. Maybe she did just want to be heard. You never know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if she'd want to be famous for that. I don't know. Well, well, she used the pseudonym, so she didn't use her name or her photo yeah. or anything. My thing is, I just... Sometimes it's just I feel revenge. like he did apologize and to her after the incident. And so, when she came back out again and said it because he's wearing the Time's Up pin, she says in, the, in her story that mm-hmm. she felt offended that he was wearing the Time's Up pin. And it made her sick to see that because of what she went through. But I'm like, he apologized to my question to her would be like he apologized to you how do you know that 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 him being part of this movement wasn't because he did feel retribution for what he did to you back then because this wasn't like this happened the night of the golden globes like it was happened to her a while ago she had said yeah and, and so, just, here's my other one is like too, what if he had turned a new sounds, leaf and was making sorry, good progress she sounds like a crazy and like the fact that she's watching the golden globes and seeing like you know, so so you dated a celebrity, or at least went out on a date with a celebrity, and you're, you're, you're like, it sounds like she's following him. It sounds a little stalkery, I'm sorry, it does. I think, I mean, like, I could, I guess. I watched the Golden Globes, and I did not see the disease, and Zari had a pin on him. Oh, I did. Okay. But, I was, like, I guess I was looking for. I wasn't looking for I was them. looking for who was wearing them and who wasn't. I was enjoying the sugars watching the Golden Globes. Of course, it was a big hot topic, but I wasn't, like, watching for who was wearing the pin. She had, you had to have paid attention to see them. At one point, I was like, what is that? Not kidding. But I think, like, if you think about it from the, her perspective, if you did feel violated by somebody, yeah. like, you know, and we agree that, like, you know, like, I mean, like, that's. Mm-hmm. She, she yeah she, she felt feels, she, it's like sexual harassment it doesn't matter what was the intent it matters what is perceived right exactly and maybe that's the thing it sounds more like she was harassed I guess assaulted because she was touched. but she knew like the date was kind of going that way from like dinner right like he didn't even let her like finish the wine he was like alright like, we're yeah. not eating let's go back the, why did you go back but like, sometimes people like 
I'm not saying like. Oh, yeah, but I I'm just playing devil's advocate to this. I, like, no, no, I just, I, 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 yeah. and I, I, I think there's a difference between victim blaming and holding victims sometimes accountable for some some portion of their their yeah. actions. I just, I think know, as a society, like it's she doesn't like women don't feel comfortable enough to stop an uncomfortable bad date in the middle of it. Right. They don't feel empowered enough or safe enough so, to do that. So now we're gonna blame him. Like and so, but now we're going to blame him. Now it's his fault. But I think people. But I don't think people are coming out and necessarily blaming him. And that she like, is. She is. But I think people took that story and instead of like crucifying him, I think people were more confused on how to react. Because, oh, absolutely. Because people were in two camps. This was a bad date. Mm-hmm. This was bad sex. This was sexual harassment. Like there's a whole like pitchfork torch and pitchfork movement of like kill all the men and spurn them. And it's a likable guy. Like, it's yeah. not... Right. It's not why I'm He's seen. a very relatable celebrity. Or, like, Nick wanted to talk about Stan Lee. They've yeah. mentioned about Stan Lee. Nobody's talked about it because people are like, what, he's 98 years old? He's going to die soon? Like, people aren't going to say anything. Like, it came out, but, like, I feel like I haven't heard anything except for the first day I heard I somebody heard mention about it. outside of the first day either. It was just... I haven't been looking for it either, though. I haven't So it's been. interesting. Like, I'm curious, too, is it just, like... Do we tend to... If it wasn't Aziz, I'm sorry. If somebody told this story about Kevin Spacey, would we feel the same way about it? Or is it just because it's Aziz, I'm sorry? Well, here's the thing on Kevin Spacey. Is it, if, has he done nothing? Have we heard well, nothing it was, else? It was minors, too. Like, it's well, different. No, no it's, but I'm saying, yeah. like, if it was somebody who isn't as likable... Would it be the same? So, like, if you pick a different celebrity that wasn't as likable, somebody who was more... Is it just because his character, we we are more inclined to believe that he had, you know, innocent intentions? Like, I think is it depends. It... If, if they res- respond in the same way he did, because he came out right away and was like, yeah, that happened, and this is what happened afterwards, and I apologize because I hadn't realized that was the case. He was like, he basically went, what she said, like, he's he did. Like, he owned up to it immediately and said that I didn't think it was that, and so I was, was wrong, I'm sorry. Uh, I find it hard that someone unlikable would respond Bond like that. that. Yeah. And, you know, because um, there was someone else, too, that I feel was... James Franco's kind of fighting, too. James Franco, like, is saying it didn't happen at all. Right. So I think, like, I we were going to see this uptick of, of that. And um, I keep thinking back to Patrick Kane. Do you remember when he was going through all... Yeah. Um, Blackhawks, for those don't remember, like, three, four years ago, was being... Um, he was accused of accused rape. Accused of rape. And it turned out to be false, correct? Well, like, yeah. Entirely fabricated. Like... And that was another one. It was really jarring. People were, people were upset that the articles talking about Patrick Kane, instead of focusing on the girl, were focusing on like his sports stats. Yeah. But but then on top of that, like like at first the case looked bad. It looked like he right. was guilty, and it wasn't like it was like because this was another situation of bringing a girl home. And but it sounded like rape from the beginning, and like again, Patrick Kane pretty well liked, but even though party boy, but then truth came out that like. Oh, gigantically fabricated. Did you know anything about it? Yeah, there was something. Someone like mailed a package. I, they, basically, was there really was evidence weird. tampering. Yeah. It was, it was it collusion. Was. It was like it was. Yeah, it basically like they all got drunk at a bar. She went back, banged him, and then took them. Went yeah, that's fine. And then went straight to the um, hospital for rape kit. Was the I, intention of doing this? I think things are going to get worse before they get better. I, I think do. it's. I think we're going to see a lot of ugly. I think we're going to see a lot of defamation on both sides. And I don't think you're going to know what the truth is. No, I, I think, don't think we're ever going to get the truth for some of these. No, I think a lot of reputations are going to be ruined correctly and unjustly. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah. I think, but part of it, I think, is the culture has gotten so bad that it's almost like 
This feels like a purge. Yeah. That's gonna, I feel like it's just, everyone's like, fuck it, set fire to everything, yeah. and let's see what burns, and yeah. we'll look and deal with the ashes later. For sure. Do we have um, anything positive to end this? We do. <laughs> We've gotten dark. Um, okay. So on an adorable note, and I'm going to steal this and do this, someone threw a party. Um, they called it a, a drink, learn... Something. Is that the PowerPoint party? Yes, a PowerPoint party. So every guest that came to the party had to prepare a three-minute PowerPoint presentation on something they were passionate about, and it was a conversation. Um, if you go over three minutes, you'll be asked to finish your drink and then have to resume giving your presentation. Um, yeah, drink, talk, and learn. Engineering students did it. Um, Brilliant. I think it's adorable and precious, and you... Um, you win a prize. Um, the one who won, he um, picked Shadow the Hedgehog. That was his his three-minute PowerPoint presentation. So um, I think everyone should do this this year. I encourage everyone to throw one PowerPoint party. Oh, my PowerPoint would probably be me just drawing with crayons on paper. I would love that even more if you got up there with, like, just like, pictures. <laughs> a piece of paper. A flip, a flip chart, old school. Flip old yeah. school it, only if when you do it, you go star wipe. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, I give just, me one of those old projectors with, like, the plastic sheets yeah. of paper. Yes. Yeah, I'm all about that. that. I'm I'm totally down for that. And my PowerPoint presentation, again, will have, like, I, just I star wipe for everything. Just, like, fucking star wipe, star wipe, star wipe. <laughs> it's going to be great. Just um, drive me crazy. Yes. Um, the rules. You need to have a prepared presentation. Um, the drink. Um, heckling is allowed if it is witty and brief. Death by screech is the punishment for non-witty banter. Um, also, if you deliberately have your slides set on an automatic timer lasting less than three minutes, I will find you and make you drink. You have to prevent it. Or you have to present it. Um... Business casual is the dress code. Oh. They gave awards for best presentation, best dressed, and the closest to three minutes without going over. Which is kind of hard. I mean, when you're doing a presentation, it's, it's you got to practice that then. You can't just go in like... Three minutes is really short. Right. It seems like you would have... That's three slides. Right. Like, and you have to write it. You have to figure out what... I love it. Someone I think, has to have I a think, projector. I think we should do five, five minute presentations. I can, I can get a projector. No, you have to do that's three just, minutes. long-winded. We're doing three minutes, because the challenge is, too, is that those who would, you would be great at it, PowerPoint all the time, your problem would be not going over, you would have to finish your drink, I guarantee you, (laughs) you would go over three minutes, finish your drink, and have to continue. I would. Whereas, like, somebody else, like, if, like, Amanda Kramer, Kate, you'd probably go under three minutes, like, you would, like. Yeah. I probably would. You'd be like, this is my slide? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a poster? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we could do a poster contest where you hang them around the room and walk around. Let's just do the PowerPoint first before okay. we deviate on other parties. <laughs> <laughs> but I like where you're thinking. Thank you. 2018, let's do some creative-ass parties. I'm on board. Like, I would do a let's... chopped party. <gasps> yes! Like Shut the angry. front door. Shut the fuck I'm up. All I'm about on board. It. Right? Yes! Okay. Okay, so... Let's... So but, yes. like, it has to be summer with, like, separate grills. And it has okay. to be, like, grilled chops. Yeah. 2018. 2018, the year of weird and interesting parties. I'm on board. So we challenge you, the folks at home that are listening. Oh, throw a weird and interesting party. Invite us. Invite <laughs> us. Or comment below on your great ideas, and we will attempt to throw them for you. And invite you. And invite you. So, yeah. Um, shout out to Sarah Gibbons for liking our posts. Yes. Um, and to Nick Kroll and... Um, Amanda Kramer. Amanda Kramer for... Um, like giving us some topics, we appreciate that. Yes. Always on board. We pr- like the way y'all think because you were like thinking what we were thinking. Yup. Hopefully this didn't get all uh, too dark and whatnot for you. 
I feel so, like we mixed it. We mixed it up. I think so too. Even though we got a little dark, and you know, I'm probably gonna get some like. But you know, we live in. you know, it's it's, it's 2018. Last year we kept it really positive all the time, and shit still happened. Right. Um, so 2018, the year of just like not giving any fucks. I'm on board. Like, 2018, to 2018. not giving fucks. We just we don't give fucks. We're gonna say shit. It's gonna be real. It is. Um, so speaking of getting real, um, don't forget to listen to all the wonderful podcasts on the Disease Network, including our flagship show. You're going to get a disease. Featuring Nick, Lo- Luke, and Jonah. Jonah's <laughs> You're still on Logan. There. I was. Um, you can listen to Something Gate with um, the amazing Jared Sampson and Stephen Michael Barta. Listen to my show. Um, on That Just Happened, featuring Rodney and Adam. Yeah, they came back, apparently. Yeah. They, uh... Our guy came out of the rock they're hiding under. Right. Um, Good job. We missed you, boys. We did. Um, in Comics. Yes. Featuring with my um, hubby, who got it. Kate's hubby drunk tonight. Yes. That's where... <laughs> did, did he puke? Aww. Ken sent me this photo of Adam being in the bathroom. That's how drunk Ken is, so I'm so sorry. <laughs> God, I married that. Are you picking him up on the way home? Yeah. Oh, I just hope he can walk to the Good luck with that. And then I have to put both kids to bed. You has three babies. <laughs> you did. Well, thank you. Special, oh, that's special oh, thanks to you, Miss Kate, for uh, joining us. Anytime. And yeah. pancakes, I will come. And, right. and bring <laughs> a cute Yeah, thanks to Claire for making uh, breakfast. We had Brinner, bitches. We ate pancakes and bacon and mimosas for dinner. It was delicious. Halfway through, I remembered you don't like bacon. and then I love bacon. Oh, I don't I don't like bacon. Bacon. Who doesn't love, love bacon? bacon? Who someone that we talk to does not like bacon. The fuck is wrong with them? Oh, Amanda Kramer doesn't like bacon. She doesn't like bacon, peanut butter, dogs, or tornadoes. That's who it is. I know. At New Year's Eve I was talking to her about that. She yeah. does not like bacon. Oh, well, I, I love you despite all of those flaws. <laughs> right? Sorry. It's, it's still sting- <laughs> No no no, that's okay. Like I just she's the only one I know that doesn't like bacon and I forget it all the time. Alright. Well, thanks for joining us. Be good to each other, bitches. Bye. Na, 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 na. I wanna start a fight. So-